0: Today's read, Midnight and the Meaning of Love by Sister Soldier Chapter 14, Hustler's League, the Junior Division. I need you young motherfuckers to pay attention. I know it's springtime and the days is getting more longer and the girlies is getting more naked, but I need y'all to forget all that. I need y'all to forget about your mamas and your worthless ass papas and your bills and books and bullshit. I only want one word branded onto your mind. Just one word. Who knows what that word is, Coach Vega asked us. My teammate, known as Machete, lifted his head. But, Coach, why we gotta be motherfuckers, though? Don't answer a question with a question, Vega overruled. How are we supposed to guess what word you got in your mind, Coach? Bryce asked. That's another question. Think before you talk, Coach said, growing impatient. At least tell us the first letter of the word, Jaguar said smoothly. Okay, I'll give you the first letter. It won't help because half you can't spell. <laughs> What's the letter, Coach Vega? Panama pushed. You. The first letter of the word is you. Vega challenged. His arms folded across his chest and his face filled with doubt about our thinking capabilities. That's easy, Big Mike, our starting center said. The word is unity. Wrong. Vega cut him down. Seated on the court, all the players fell silent. Undefeated, I said. Breaking the silence. You got it, Papi, Vega shouted excited. Undefeated. We are undefeated. That's the only thing that should be on your mind at tomorrow night's game. We don't just want to win the league. We want to sweep these cockroaches from Fort Greene to the hook. We don't want to give them one chance to breathe. Now run me 25 suicides with zero complaints. I would have sent y'all outdoors to do laps around the hood, but I can't be sure that one or two of y'all might not make it back. The whole team let out a muffled laugh as we moved to carry out Vega's orders. As the practice got more and more intense, and Vega's push and demands grew more serious, I assembled the words in my mind to tell Coach that after Friday night's game, I would be gone from a week's worth of practices, also that the possibility existed that I might miss next Saturday's game against the Red Team. I knew if I kept my energy high and my performance strong at the two remaining practices and played my part... In the upcoming Friday night game, Coach would be less vexed about my next week's absence. But at the same time, I knew the better I played, the more dependent Coach would become on me showing up for him and the team. I told myself, relax, it don't matter. Even though winning the league could earn the top five players on the winning team, $10,000 $10,000 each, and the league's most valuable player, a $25,000 purse, my wife was worth way more. Vega and the team would just have to step up and adjust. The same way an NBA team had subs for even the greatest players when they got sidelined with an unexpected injury or fouled out. Practice ended with Vega wiping his forehead down with a terry cloth hand towel as though he had actually worked out alongside the rest of us then he laid his hand towel sideways over the top of his head and pulled out what seemed like a liquor flask what's the word he shouted routing up the team undefeated everybody shouted back all right make me look good Vega said tilting the bottle which was filled with spanish cologne Not cognac. He patted his face and neck with the cologne and ended the three-hour practice. All right, break out. See you tomorrow at 4 p.m. right here. I hung back to get his ear. Coach, I'm good for practice tomorrow and Friday night's game, of course, but I'm not going to be around next week. I got to take care of something serious. Court date? Trial? He asked. Nah, I responded work? You got a new job? He questioned. Nah, I answered. Abortion, birth, or funeral? He tried, guessing. Nah, none of that, I said. He grew tight. Then what? Just something I gotta take care of. Then I'll be back. I showed him a stern, straight, and serious face and a hard stare. He reached into his pocket and pulled out his money clip, stacked with clean and folded $50 bills. I noticed easily. I never liked $50 bills, I preferred hundreds. I estimated he was holding much more in his stack than any intramural community-type coach would ever earn. Talk to me. He stepped in too close to my face, something Latino dudes did sometimes, not because they were a funny type of men; They just had a different idea of space. Some of them used the tactic to threaten and intimidate. Others used it to relay secrets or console. I, took one step back and reset my stance. "'I know you're good for it,' he said, nodding his head once and holding the money hand up, gesturing that I could take a loan from him. "'Good looking out,' I told him sincerely, but refused his money lending. "'It's just something I gotta take care of. "'Then I'll be right back here for the team and the game and for you, coach,' It took Vegas some seconds before my facial expression expression, influenced him to yield. He put his money away. Let me know if you need some backup, he offered, as though he was a lieutenant in some vast army. Now his face switched completely, as though he never was a coach, but more like an assassin. Sometime... You gotta let a sideline nigga pull the trigger, you know what I mean? He stepped in close and grimaced after spitting his suspicious one-line rhyme. You know you are the heart of this team. We can lose a couple of toes and maybe a finger, but we can't win without our heart. He clenched his fist and placed it on the left side of his chest where his heart rested. I felt the pressure, but I had no plans to acknowledge it. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind, I said evenly, giving him a pound and walking off. He shut down the gym lights, whistled for the school janitor, and walked up behind me in silence. It was 9 p.m., and the sun was still streaking the blackening sky with strips of light. I had close to three hours to kill before picking up Uma from her job. It wasn't that I didn't have plenty of shit to do. It was just lining it up right in my head and knocking it out in the perfect order. Marty Bookbinder's bookstore was in the same area. So I decided to shoot over there and pick up a couple of books and a map for my upcoming trip.